We started. Are we started? Yeah, it started. Oh, God. That's okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. It's <laughs> Sally McNally, the Irish midwife. And this is Bridget, her daughter. And you're about to hear some of the bleeding truth. So why did you want to start this podcast, Mom? Uh, well, the truth is that I've been in nursing for 40 years and most of that time has been in women's health, especially in the labour room. And as a matter of fact, I've spent so much time in labour rooms that it feels like a natural habitat to me. So, I, of course, I've witnessed many um, wonderful things, but also some things that disturb me um, and just don't sit right in my heart. I, I want to bring a bit of a spotlight on women's health around the world. Um, and I want to tell you about some things where I've seen that women have not been treated well, where in actual fact, I would say they've been abused in labour rooms. And then um, and in other places, I, I, they definitely could be treated better. So I think the more we talk about stuff, uh, the more women can realise when when they're being treated wrong or they can realise what their options are, that they have a voice, that they can speak up and and they can say what they want, what they don't want. Um, and they can, you know, tell us, you know, um, how they would like to be treated. And I think that we're getting there, but I think we have a long way to go. Right. Yeah, and I think this is really cool. You can probably help open up a lot of eyes um, with, you know, you've been around the world to lots of different labor rooms, not just in the U.S. So there's different perspectives of everything that yeah. we can all learn about through this. So I'm also interested mm -hmm. now, how, how did you even get into nursing in the first place? Well, uh, when I was about 17, um, I was working for the government at home in uh, Ireland. Um, it was like a civil service job, just like an office job. And uh, my father applied uh, for nursing for me. He put the application in and I didn't even know he had <laughs> Um, and it arrived back in the mail saying that I had been accepted for an interview. And I had an older sister who was uh, a nurse. And uh, so I felt like, oh, that's OK. That sounds like a good idea. Wow. And my dad later, he told me, he said that he'd seen me working with my grandfather who'd had diabetes and he'd had both his legs amputated. Wow. Yeah. So I, I kind of helped him, nursed him a little bit at home with the rest of the family um, and I helped him walk again like on, on prosthetic limbs and wow. stuff. Yeah. So that's your grandfather? Yeah and that was like my first kind of experience wow. nursing. That's my great-grandfather, I didn't that's even know that. That's your great-grandfather, wow. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What, was, what was wrong with him that he Diabetes. Diabetes, okay. Yeah and then of course he got really bad um, neuropathy and then gangrene. Wow. Yeah. And so your dad saw how nurturing you were and yes. was like she's gonna be a fantastic nurse that's what he <laughs> not gonna run yeah. it by you at all just just gonna throw you out there that's that's kind of what he said to me wow. he was like you should be a nurse like your sister mary mm -hmm. yeah. what and you were like i guess you'll give it a shot yeah yeah and i never looked back loved it loved it from the get-go it's just the best job ever so 40 years ago, the education's probably a lot different from what we're used to here in oh the States. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> you're 17. Yes. 
what is that like? How are you thrown into medical well, school or education? We kind of ran the hospital as the students. We um, were the nurses. Um, we'd have, you know, seasoned nurses there and uh, clinical educators with us. But we were the worker bees. Like, we were the ones um, being like the nurse aides here in America. Wow. Uh uh, yeah, and the LVNs that we would take that role, um, doing all the bathing and uh, helping and changing dressings and all of that. So. so, what kind of area of medical field like were you helping with the most? Every, every part we had to spend time on each floor: medical nursing, uh, surgical nursing, psychiatric, wow. maternity. In neonatal intensive care, in the emergency room, the operating room. So at got, seventeen, you're you're in well, there. Well, it took me like three three years to do the whole training. Wow. Yeah. So we'd spend a wee bit of time in the classroom, uh, but most of it was like clinical, on the job. You know, this mm-hmm. is how to take a suture out, and wow. yeah, it was great. Oh, but it was run by nuns. It was run by the medical (laughs) missionaries of Mary. And they were so cool. Uh, Most of these nuns, now nuns, let me tell you. When I meet a nun in the street, the hairs on the back of my head kind of stand up a wee bit. And I hold my breath until I get past. It's true, every time you see one, she grabs my hand and she's like, it's a nun. true. <clears throat> yeah, because um, I have met some nuns that, uh, you know, well, they are scary. Some of them are scary. And if there's a nun listening to this, some of you are scary. <laughs> uh, you are. But on the other hand, some of you are just the best people. Like these women, the medical missionaries of Mary, they'd all been to Africa uh, on missionary work and, wow. and working as nurses over there, you know, in really hard conditions years ago. Um, they went into the battlefield of nursing, you know, like uh, I had um, one aunt who was one of those nuns and she told me how she'd work with uh, people who had leprosy and uh, just constantly bandaging and cleaning and trying to help them and, and like just pure walking saints. But these nuns were tough, hard teachers as well they wanted us to get it right you know they'd see you coming down the corridor and they'd stop you and they'd say what are the functions of the gallbladder and (laughs) you'd be like trying to figure out what and try to roll them off and if you didn't know them they'd come back and ask you the next day yeah they were tough um but they were great you know and they kind of in their minds had were getting us all ready for maybe missionary work in the hopes that some of us would follow in their footsteps and go and work, you know, in places that that, uh, needed, you know, that kind of... So did that kind of... Did they inspire you to do traveling and work in other places? Yes, they did. They inspired me so much that... um, after my nursing, I did midwifery and it was like the same group of nurses um, or the same group of nuns that were training me to be an, a midwife. And uh, at the end of my training, uh, the famine hit Ethiopia and it was like a huge deal. Thousands of people were starving and wow. uh, 
having such a really hard time and I felt this big surge coming in me to like go and help. I thought, here I am, I'm a nurse and I'm a midwife. I can go and I can save the world over there in Ethiopia. And um, so I I ran to the head nurse and I said, I want to go, I want to go, I want to be, you know, one of the the uh, people that goes to help over there. And she said, well, um, there's only one visa for the group. And there was 20 in our group and one visa came uh, for one of us to go to help in Ethiopia. And wouldn't you know it, there was one in our group who was a nun and she was in the medical missionaries and a sweetheart she was. But uh, she got the visa and I was so mad. I was like fuming hot and I I was so mad that I went to the bishop and uh, he said, um, how is your faith in God? I remember him well to ask me, how is your faith in God? And I was mad. I said, what's that got to do with it? <laughs> I want to go and help. And I really feel like, you know, we all should have had a, a chance. Um, it shouldn't have just been given to one person. And he said, you go out of this country and you go to these strange countries. You're, you don't know what you're going to meet. They have different religions. They have voodoo. They have all sorts of different stuff. <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> yeah, he even That's what he's that. concerned of. And he said, what if, what if you lose your religion? And I didn't want to tell him at the time, but I didn't really in, have a religion at the time. Uh, of course, I'm raised Catholic and I all through my schooling and uh, then my nursing it was all Catholic stuff, but I didn't really lean in that direction. But I couldn't tell him that it was a lost cause anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she went, she got the visa and off she went to Ethiopia. And um, I got the bug at that stage and I went in a different direction when I when I was able to go. But um, I did meet her uh, a year later when I came home and... Um, the poor girl had come back totally depressed and kind of in like a, uh, like a, like almost like in a state of like deep, deep depression. Wow. And somebody else told me what she had seen. The poor girl, she had gone over thinking she was going to be a nurse and a midwife delivering babies and helping moms to get their babies breastfeeding and all of this great stuff that we had learned. But they brought her out to a valley and they stood her at the edge of the valley and they said, look down in there. And the valley was full of people, thousands and thousands of people who'd come to this area in the hopes of getting food so that they could live. And her job was to walk through and to find the people who would live if they were fed. So, yeah, I don't know how my mental health would have done with that job you know wow, so that is wild yeah yeah so I don't know you know if she ever found her joy again but uh that's yeah. that's something else mm-hmm. never sorry. heard that about that story again. was a bit long no no it's okay sorry I didn't mean to keep going on and on <laughs> I was getting all into it it's wonderful Were you? yeah do you mind if I ask um let's preface back to the nuns why what is it about nuns also? I mean, I've heard I've heard probably more about this than other things. Yeah. But tell tell us a little more about your experience with nuns. I know you had some with um in the in the schools and such. 
Yes. Uh, well, we'd go to school and we'd have to sit, uh, you know, very neat in little uniforms, little plaid, red plaid skirts and uh, green jumpers and little blazers. Skirts in Ireland, cold yes, Ireland, no matter right. the weather, right? The knees yeah. would be red, frozen oh, on the way to school. Your <laughs> <laughs> little socks and shoes. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we'd get there and the nuns would be very, very strict. And if you weren't paying attention or if you were doodling or messing around, they they were violent. Yeah, some of them were violent and they would slap your knuckles with a big hard ruler. Um, and I got sent quite a lot to the <laughs> headmistress. Um, if you if you were messing and tickling someone or they were pinching you or something, but it wasn't like a you were being really bad. You weren't being bad, but mm -hmm. you were distracting someone. And I was a bit bold like that, I guess. But she'd say, <laughs> go to the headmistress. And um, I remember going in and uh, she wouldn't ask what you had done wrong. Um, it was the fact that you were there coming meant you were coming for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she would say, hold out your hand. Real cross. Doesn't care what for. <laughs> and you'd hold out your hand and she'd come with a big three yard long uh, ruler. Or it was a yard long, so that'd be three feet long, right? Yeah. And she'd hold it up over her head and whap, slap your hand, whap. And your <laughs> hand would immediately go on fire, burning hot and painful. Oh, my gosh. Um, and usually that was it. And off you go back to the classroom. Well, one day I was stopped in the corridor and this nun, this nun said to me, bring this to the headmistress. Um, and it was a note. And I said, OK. And I ran to her office and I came in and she said to me, put out your hand. And I was like, but, but, but I wanted to say, I have this for you. And she said, hold out your hand. And I held out my hand and whap, I got another big slap. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, she said, off with you. And I said, but I have to give you this. And she looked at me and she just said, oh, and just took it <laughs> off me. And I felt like saying, now, do I get a freebie or something? Like, can I just have like... Oh, it's so mean. Yeah, it was so mean. And your hand, honestly, when you look at it, the mark of the ruler and everything. And... And that was like normal in the beginning, you know. But by the time I went to like uh, high school, we call it secondary school, that had kind of faded away a bit because some yeah people started saying, no, this is not right. Can't do this to the children. <laughs> um, but the poor boys, they they used to have a harder time, I remember. Um, the priests. The priests were, they, oh, the Christian brothers uh, we sometimes would meet some of our friends, um, a couple of boys uh, on the way home from school. And I can remember a few times seeing like big bruises on them or their lips would be bloodied and swollen. Wow. I did see that. And uh, the other boys would say, don't ask him, don't ask him. Um, and it usually meant that he'd been beaten by the, the Christian brother. That's wild. And we knew that and... I did see that a few times. So yeah. glad I wasn't that generation. I'm so glad. I would have fought for you, Bridget. I was a messer in class, too. I so. would have stood up for you. I would have gotten in a lot of trouble. Oh, God, I would have gone in there. I would have. Yeah, you couldn't have. Mm -mm. It was mean. It was cruel. Yeah, yeah. we were afraid. I was, I was terrified. And that's not a good learning. No, it? it's not a good learning no. environment at all. No. But, wow. 
Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so glad to start doing this and, and learn <laughs> and learn more because I've already, again I'm learning things I didn't know before about you. So I I'm I think this is gonna be really fun. I have one more nun story. Yeah, let's still. do it. Let's do it. Well, I my sisters I had five older sisters and they'd give me all their old clothes, which was great. I was never short of good clothes, good <laughs> outfits, good. But and I had twin sisters who came just before me, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes I could like mix and match and have, if I liked an outfit, I'd have two of that, right? But anyway, the, one of my From older the sisters, <laughs> one of my older sisters gave, gave me a pair of boots or she let me borrow them and they were, had a little bit of a high heel, nothing like six inch around them, but a little bit of a high heel, but they came up to the knees, like maybe even a little bit above the knee. So they were like, kind of like interest and looking you know and yeah. I was probably like 13 14 and I was stomping around and of course I was used to like hanging out with my older sister so I might have given off an air of you know more maturity um uh, even though uh, I was in a class you know that they were like a year or two ahead of me but anyway that's for another story but um <laughs> these nuns stopped me in the middle of the corridor and said and where do you think you're going with your long black boots? And I, I thought I was lovely in them, you know. And she made me take them off because they weren't the uniform, didn't have the, you know, the regular wow. brown shoes. And she made me walk around in my bare feet. And then I... Wow. Could, yes, yes. Well, in me stockings. What was the weather? <laughs> Cold. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. mean. It was mean. But, you know, I kind of figured why she didn't uh, want me in them. Because on my way home in them, I remember these fellows whistling out the window of the car. So I must have looked kind of sexy. (laughs) (laughs) They looked too good for school. (laughs) Maybe Maybe. I turned her on. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, okay, let's not go. (laughs) It's okay. Sorry, Sister Mary, Mother Martin. (laughs) Oh, Mother Martin. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways. Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening. If you are interested in hearing more of Sally's crazy stories, please like and subscribe so you can find us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or through the links in the description below. Come on back for more of the bleeding truth soon. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. <laughs>